if, if you got a good tight end, like he's never guarded because even if there's someone right behind me, like I'm bigger, I got longer arm, right? Um, I think having a tight end would be huge. If I was a high school coach, I would be searching for the best tight end in the area because that's the biggest, the biggest weapon in, in my opinion, other than obviously a great quarterback. And, and oh yeah, like but a good tight end is a mediocre quarterback's best friend. 100, 100. percent I'm in. Luckily, trouble. you don't have to deal with that. Definitely don't have to worry about that. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. Now it's called No Playbook. Anyway, still powered by D1. We interview the players, coaches, and experts that help to make sports and fitness such an important part of life here in the Southeast. Please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give me a rating and review. It really does help to uh, kind of bump it up so more folks can find it. Uh, and follow the show on social at No Playbook Pod. I uh, got some changes coming to the podcast uh, pretty soon. Going to be adding a co-host and somebody very well known in uh, sports and fitness here in East Tennessee or in this region. I'll just leave it at that. But that's going to be coming uh, pretty soon. Uh, if it's not going to be in the next episode, it will be the one after that. Uh, still same concept, interviewing those uh, athletes, coaches, and experts that that really shape sports in this region. Uh, if it's your first time listening to the podcast, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess that you're a, a Tennessee football fan since you are listening to this episode and it features two current Vols. Uh, some past episodes that I've done that might interest you. Uh, I had NFL draft prospect, former Vol, uh, Joe Doyle, talking about just uh, what his training uh, process has been like as he's getting ready uh, pre-draft. Uh, I've had several Tennessee baseball players on, several Tennessee basketball players. But today, I want to repurpose a couple of uh, old interviews that I did last year since the Tennessee Orange and White game is this weekend. Um, I didn't get to talk to these guys uh, about this because they're they're older interviews, but um, I, I wanted to hear thoughts on what Hugh Freeze had to say last week about changing kind of the whole concept of a spring game. And instead of having it as offense versus defense or orange versus white, the way we do it, you know, suggested, for example, he's at Auburn, UAB playing Auburn. So, so it, for Tennessee, it might be Tennessee playing Chattanooga or ETSU, something like that. I, I kind of like the idea, but but I'd like to hear your thoughts. Either comment on the social post where you saw this uh, podcast episode. Uh, let me know what you think about it, or just leave that in your review for the podcast on uh, Apple Podcast. So uh, getting into this episode, I got uh, Jacob Warren, who is from Knoxville, local guy, trained as a high school student at D1 Hardin Valley, and Jabari Small. Uh, stud running back for the balls. First up, I originally had this conversation in 2022, just a few days after the Florida-Tennessee game. It's Jabari Small on No Playbook. Well, thanks for coming on. I uh, Just first up, if you as a little kid could have like met somebody and participated in some kind of event like who would it be uh as far as a college player back when i was younger um it'll probably be uh reggie bush yeah i mean he was the man right yeah uh-huh. back in the day so hey i know you're a big part of the uh the smoky mountain club just w- what exactly do you do with them and do you know how folks can get involved with that uh yeah so uh we have a lot of uh, uh people buying into that uh club uh, Josh Dobbs is kind of the face of it. And basically, it's like an NFT thing uh, where if you join the NFT or if you sign up for the club, uh, you'll get a lot of access to engage with the players, uh, get memorabilia, uh, jerseys, uh, meet and greet. So 
a lot of fun things come with it. You just see the other side of the athlete. So it's it's a, it's a good deal for us as well as the fans to engage with each other. Yeah, I like it because, you know, there's collectives that people will give money to or whatever, but this is something, you know, you could be a fan in Memphis and it's a way you could really kind of get on there and interact with some of the right. athletes. It's pretty cool. Right. It definitely is pretty cool. I like the way uh, they, they're handling that and uh, very they communicate with us well. So uh, anything they ask of us, we do with a smile on our face. And uh, they understand our schedules as well. Like I said before, Josh Dobbs has a, a whole job uh, in, in the professional league of his own. So he definitely understands. So anytime we get a message from them or anytime we could get any information from him, we're happy to do that. Yeah. Now, you, you mentioned the really physical game you just got done with. Uh, I, I was there with my wife, and it, I couldn't even hear so much of the stuff. I, I can't imagine what it was like down on the field. Yeah, uh, I probably hear the crowd the most before the game and after the game and on touchdowns. Uh, and while you're playing, you don't even – the fans don't even kind of exist. And not in a bad way, but they – it's just like you're so locked in on your assignment, uh, trying to make the next play, uh, you know what I mean? So – uh, but I definitely felt the crowd uh, when it was needed or uh, when we need to stop on defense, the crowd really, that's, that, was our, that was our 12th man. So, uh, man, the atmosphere was amazing. Fun game. Yeah, and I found out later that uh, they did third down for what? And I I had no idea. They did third down for what? Yeah, do, do you know what that is even? So instead of turn down for what, he recorded third down for what? And they play oh. it on third downs. I also did it here at Jabari. I was up there, of course. This is my first time hearing that. Maybe the next game I'm going to look out for that. I've never heard that. Yeah. Well, they didn't do it for the first couple games, and somebody told me that they did it at the Florida game, and I said, I I never heard it because also third downs, I was just screaming my brains out. Right, right, yeah. (laughs) That's something I'm going to look into. If The next time, I'm going to have my ear out for for the next time they do it. I don't know what next next game they're going to do it. Well, we play Bama next home game, so it should be. Up next game, but yeah, uh, I'll look out for it next time. I, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Though. Yeah. So, um, you you mentioned you uh, as a kid, you loved Reggie Bush. I want to hear what was uh, just what were sports like for you as a little kid, and then what helped you pick Tennessee? Sports for me as a kid was kind of like my recess. Uh, I was always uh, pretty athletic and gifted. Uh, I grew up around football. Uh, grew up around sports. Had two other brothers as well. My dad. My uncles played football, uh, so I was always around it. And uh, I think what made made me choose Tennessee were uh, days like last Saturday. Uh, I know football. You know what I mean. You you have a lot of control over football field. Uh, you gotta try to make the best out out of uh, your situation. So I know football that'll be handled by me. That's a that's that's my will. So the biggest thing for me in choosing Tennessee was just the environment and. In the atmosphere, uh, really outside of football, um, how would I enjoy the city of Knoxville? How how would I enjoy the people, uh, the the academics as well? So, really, everything not dealing with football uh, kind of helped me choose Tennessee. But everybody knows the, the rich tradition and history of uh, Tennessee football. So, it's just something I want to be a part of. How young did you start playing ball? Uh, I think I started like I started at like six years old. Yeah. When did you pick? Like really hone in on running back as your position. Uh, probably the first year I played. <laughs> okay. It was, yeah, it was the first year I played. I was always bouncing from basketball, AAU basketball to, to football. I even had played soccer, baseball, 
but <clears throat> I chose football in high school where I was just going to focus on football, but I always was a natural running back. Uh, I always had the ball in my hand. Uh, played a little bit of DB in high school. was pretty good at that, but I think running back was my calling. Yeah, well, you're, you're certainly having a heck of a season so far. So what about uh, with the, the new world of kind of NIL and your chance to interact with folks? I'm curious – because there are a lot of guys that just do commercials and some that do more events. Which do you prefer? I don't really have a preference, whatever. Uh, it depends on the deal, honestly. It's, uh, I, I don't mind getting in front of the camera and uh, scripting something or saying something scripted. Or I don't. I, I even like engaging with fans. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, you know what I mean? But it, I don't really have a preference. I just, just embracing everything. It's still very new, kind of. I've uh, never been a part of something like this where I could uh, make money off of my name. But the biggest thing is I try to just take in the experience and just try to make sure I'm enjoying enjoying the moment and, and getting getting used to meeting new people. You know what I mean? So you never know who you may meet and you never know how they can affect you down the road. Right on. So, hey, I've got a couple real quick questions. I got four that I've written out really quick, and then I just want to get your thoughts on Dick's House of Sport, and then and I'll be done. I could let you go. I know you've had a, a busy day. First up, funniest guy on the team. It shouldn't be that hard to answer, but a lot of people on the team are funny. Uh, the funniest guy on the team probably uh, – it's a two-way tie, in my opinion, between uh, Elijah Simmons and Jimmy Holiday. Those two are pretty funny to me. Uh, that's on the top of my head. A lot of people on the team are funny, though. Any, any specific stories with those guys? Uh, I hang out with Jimmy. Jimmy's like my neighbor, so I, I, it's not any specific story. Uh, and uh, Elijah, he when I stayed in Stokely in the dorms, he was my neighbor. So I, anytime I'm with them, I'm just laughing nonstop. So uh, it's not any specific memories. I just I, I just know when I'm with them, I'm always laughing. That's good. Uh, your favorite running back ever? Uh, Barry Sanders. It has to be Barry Sanders. That's a good answer. How about uh, current? running back in the NFL? Definitely DeAndre Swift. That, that, that's somebody I watch film on and try to model my game after. Yeah, you guys are about the same size, I guess, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And um, what's your hype playlist before the for a kickoff? My hype playlist? Uh, I don't really have a hype playlist. I kind of play, like, mellow music just because I don't want to – I don't want to use too much energy, exert too much energy before the game and – Forget the assignment because uh, I'm going to naturally get energy from the crowd and the atmosphere, uh, just just getting hit. But uh, last weekend, I was listening to uh, some old school, like DMX. It's a playlist my dad uh, and my brother had made. Like This like their workout playlist. I listen to DMX, uh, a lot of old school music, a little future, somewhere in that range. Uh, but I don't really listen to, to too much like hype music, but... Last week, I found myself listening to some DMX. I thought that was pretty funny, but they got me uh, pretty ready for the game. Yeah. Well, like I heard that Hendon listens to gospel music before. 100%. Yeah. that I listen to a lot of gospel, but in, if, in the locker room before the game, you can hear Hendon. Uh, he's in his little corner in the locker singing the, the gospel music. And it's just it's just like it's pre-game ritual, you know what I mean? But uh, gospel music before the game is definitely mandatory for me. Are you a, yeah, a, yeah. a footwear guy? Are you a, a like a, a shoe head, sneaker head? 100%. 100%. Love shoes. What's your uh, Jordans? My favorite Jordans are definitely Jordan 1s, the originals. Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Cool, man. Right on. Jabari Small, heck of a uh, job so far this season. Best of luck. I appreciate it. You have a good day. And now just a quick reminder, D1 Training, it is a results-driven sports training facility that offers over 20 years of experience and has trained over 1,000 pro athletes. We get a five-star training system that comes straight from Division I strength and conditioning programs, personal training, team training, youth developmental programs, adult boot camp classes, and so much more. Jacob Warren trained with us at D1 Hardin Valley when he was in high school. Uh, now he's an outstanding tight end for the Vols. I originally did this interview in June of 22 local guy that gets to actually play in Neyland and not just step foot on the field, but, but make a difference for the team. Yeah. I think that that's been the coolest part of it. Just kind of all right. Cause I grew up in Knoxville, grew up coming to games. My, my dad played football at Tennessee. Um, so kind of the whole legacy thing and just, you know, that being something that when you're a kid, always dreaming of doing or wanting to do whatever and, and just being able to do it. And it got to the point where I kind of, for, you know, you forget about it just because it's the, every day, every Saturday I'm in there and, and playing. But then there's those times where I sit back and I'm like, wow, like I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Like this is really, this is really my life now. So it, it's been cool, man. It's been really exciting. Has there been anything in particular that you saw that you like, were like, man, I had no idea. Anything that was like, really surprising or, or exceptionally cool? I mean, I guess just truly how how loud it gets when you're down there, right? Because everybody, you know, it's loud when you're in there, but everyone's not yelling like at you, right? But when you're on the field, all the all the yelling, all the voices, everything is is come is just directed right there into the middle. So it's just it's kind of it's just breathtaking how how loud it really gets and and how much of um an energy boost I guess it is in there. You know, since you bring that up, I'm curious because now they've made some changes, especially with the night games, mm-hmm. with all the lights and just everything that goes on. That light show is just so right. sick. And, right. and like, does that help give it extra boost? Yeah, I think that that's kind of the direction that a lot of, of teams, a lot of stadiums are going. Um, we obviously weren't the first people to do it, but um, you're, we're able to invest a good amount of money in this cool light system. And so I think it's just cool to be able I like what they do when we're running out of tea during night games, right? They're able to light up just the tea and everything else is dark and orange and everything like that. When you score a touchdown, everything lights up orange. I think it's cool. So um, just a little something extra just to kind of make the experience even, even better. Yeah. And I think what they're doing now with the, the VOLS, the letters up on the, on the, I think that's going to be really neat. Yeah. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. So talk about like little, little boy, Jacob, what did you do in uh, in the the Knoxville area as a you know in sports? Um, just about everything. Um, so I started always played sports with my middle brother. Um, he's 15 months older than me, so we were always kind of in the same age group, a lot of the same friends and stuff. So we played you know basketball together. We played baseball together, soccer. Uh, we played hockey. I played lacrosse. I played. You know, I mean, you name it, I probably played it at least one season, right? And so, um, lacrosse too. Yeah, lacrosse too. Just growing up around like so many sports, and and <clears throat> I, I guess just kind of football, obviously, too. But <laughs> I didn't mention that, but football too. Just kind of growing up and being around sports, kind of just developed that love for um, competition, um, enjoying being around teammates, and um, learning what it takes, you know, to, to be a good teammate and um, kind of has just molded who I am as a person now. So I'm very thankful for all the the sports that I played growing up. 
That's great. And, and I love how each of them can help impact the athlete that you eventually become as a football right. player. Right. That's pretty sure. neat. What about um, organizations? Uh, because, you know, we talk a lot. I, I speak a lot with different youth organizations here on the show. And I'm curious which ones you play. Were you a Parks and Rec guy? Were you a travel ball guy? Yeah, it just depended. Um, I played CBFO in, in the rec league and stuff and for football. And um, we played all the upward leagues. I ended up playing when I played hockey, we played travel ball or it would be ball, but we played travel hockey um for the junior ice bears i played a lot of au basketball so we would play travel teams and go play different tournaments and stuff like that um so just kind of a mix of, of all of them that's so cool and i've been to see the the little games that they do the uh out of like cool sports yeah yep. and like the cuteness factor is is off the charts for the little guys <laughs> playing playing right. hockey but it's so neat the way they'll, they'll teach you to, to skate for the first few weeks and then you start to play and really learn hockey yeah, no, it was, it was cool. That was definitely a very fun period of time in my life. Yeah. Um, how about uh, how about the NIL market? What is what has that market been like for you so far? It's been great. Um, I think initially my first where my head went when I thought of NIL, my abilities, my opportunities was going to be um, just connecting with local businesses, um, being able to kind of put my name out there, like you said earlier. I'm from Knoxville. I grew up in Farragut and there's a lot of businesses, small businesses in Farragut that have reached out that I've been able to work with. You know, Craven Wings is my big, is my, I guess my biggest one right now, what I'm, I guess, most known for. And so I'm able to work with them. I, I love the food. Um, they're great people. And truly like my community, there's one in Farragut. So my community is able to go and, you know, see my face and get my wing sauce and, and um, just be able to experience it. So that's that's what I've enjoyed is just being able to connect and and um, attach my name to a lot of small businesses that you know I truly like and, and support my community. I would imagine that would make you a little more marketable too, being a local guy, having that touch. For sure. And I think that that unknowingly, you know, I make I make the decision to stay here in Knoxville, but unknowingly that that has kind of helped a lot being being the local guy that that stayed and. Um, you know, people might know me from Farragut or people might know me from Tennessee, or they might just know me through mutual person, you know, in the neighborhood, whatever. So um, it's been cool. There's been a lot of opportunities. Did you play tight end exclusively at Farragut? Yeah. So I played tight end. That was my, that was my position. I, I caught a lot of balls, right? I, I ran a lot of routes, had the ball in my hand a lot. Um, but I did, I did block. I did, I was in the core. I had my hand in the ground. Like I did all the things the tight end would do, but was known more, <clears throat> was get, got all the attention because of what I was able to do when I caught the ball. So, um, yeah, that's always a big question about whether you play wide receiver or tight end and, you know, whether I was recruited as a receiver or a tight end. And um, it's always it's always been tight end, regardless of, you know, what people know me from from high school, I guess. If, if you got a good <laughs> tight end, like he's never regarded because even if there's someone right behind me, like I'm bigger, I got longer uh -huh. arms, right? If I'm able, if I'm skilled, I'm able to make a lot of catches in traffic and stuff. So um, I think having a tight end would be huge. If I was a high school coach, I would be searching for the best tight end in the area and make sure he's on my team because that's the biggest, the biggest weapon in, in my opinion, other than obviously a great quarterback. And, and Oh yeah. Like but a good tight end is a mediocre quarterback's best friend. 100%. 100%. I'm in Luckily, trouble. you don't have to deal with that with Hooker. Oh, no, definitely, not. definitely don't have to worry about that. 
on the team. Do you have a thing that you would say has been your least favorite in this new kind of college landscape of the NIL world? I wouldn't say necessarily my least favorite, like something I don't enjoy. Like I, I truly enjoy a lot of it. Um, I think, I, I think personally I've done a decent job of, of managing it and um, not letting it get to the point where it's a lot and it's too much to handle. I think the one thing I don't necessarily like is just how it's, it could potentially, you know, create some animosity or like I've heard other locker rooms of, you know, guys at, at X school or whatever getting this and now all their, their teammates are mad at them or whatever. And like, we're blessed that we really don't deal with that in our locker room. So, you know, for me, it's all, it's a lot of positive. I don't have much negative to say about it, but I know around the country, it, it I'm sure has, has caused some issues. Yeah. So uh, from your perspective, having a current vol on the show, I want to just get your thoughts on the SEC expanding. What do you think of Oklahoma, Texas? Yeah. I mean, I think that that, Obviously, I have nothing to do with anything that happens right. with that. But I think it's cool. I mean, I, I don't I don't obviously see an issue with it because I have no clue the logistics that go into it. But I think um, it'll be interesting to see just the dynamic that they add um, in the future where it goes as far as other conferences, you know, you know, switch people switching in conferences and stuff like that. I'm sure this will kind of open up a gate to to other people doing the same thing. So. I mean, it, it, it's cool. I think it'll be interesting. You'll have the battle of the UTs and, and we'll have to see who <laughs> is the better of the two. But um, yeah, obviously, I think I think it's pretty cool. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. Now, I see that you're a kinesiology major. Are you already did you already graduate with that? I did. Yes, sir, I did. What, what's your uh, what's your plan with that? So for the longest time, it was, you know, in my head, I just knew that obviously I, I'm an athlete. I've been around sports. I've been around just healthy populations of people for a really long time. And I, I truly want to, I guess, work and try to, I guess, either if you're not healthy, then get you healthy. Or if, um, if you are healthy then help you maintain and, and just be around an atmosphere of, of growth. And so I think that what I would want to do is open some, some type of, you know, sports wellness center, whether it's, you know, you come in and I, I want to get some certifications too, whether it's, you know, massage therapy, um, different things like that so that you can come into my place and this could be you know high school kids college kids um, adults who just work out and are active um, say you've got you know you know a sore muscle in your in your shoulder or in your back or you know you can come in and use my use the machines use the technology that we have to to kind of get you get you back right I guess is, is kind of what, what we say but um, you know I've got a lot of different things going on I want to I want to be a business owner I want to have my own um, entity my own company and so I think that would allow me to do it. So as of right now, that is the plan is to have my own kind of uh, workshop for, for just overall wellness of, of your body. Um, I'll tell you what, real quick on the way out, I've got a quick speed round for you. Three quick questions. Just oh, goodness, your first thought, favorite tight end ever. Oh, ever. Okay. Jason Witten. He's the goat in my opinion. Go ahead. Okay. Go I'll, I'll allow that. Funniest player on the Tennessee team right now. Oh, right now. See, it used to be Bayless Jones. I got asked this the other day. Bayless oh. was definitely funniest. Um, <laughs> we got a bunch of funny offensive linemen, too. I'll give it to the offensive line group in general. They're all funny. <laughs> yes, sir. Go, cool, man. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And follow me on social at NoPlaybookPod. 
Uh, I work with the D1 facilities in East Tennessee, so that's uh, Knoxville, Hardin Valley. We've got uh, Fort Sanders and coming soon to Cool Sports in Farragut, uh, Sevierville, Chattanooga, Tri-Cities, and soon to be Maryville, Tennessee. If you don't already, please follow your local D1 facility on Instagram and Facebook. It's a great way to, to get inspired by the hard work of some of those members. And you might also learn about some great deals and discounts from time to time. Again, my name is Casey. Thank you so much to Jabari Small and Jacob Warren for coming on the podcast. And thanks to Mike McBath Music for the song. It's the No Playbook Podcast. Thanks for listening. Sport, it's C1 is where I'm going.